You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I hope you had a great Christmas, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, whatever it is that you celebrate. Enough of the festivities, though, right? We got a lot of news to we got a lot of news to cover. We need to jump on into it today. We're talking about Portland police are quitting in record numbers as they're being defunded. Let's get into it. Today's article is from the Rebel News. That sounds serious, doesn't it? Rebel News. Portland cops abandon the force after calls to defund the police. Shocking. I can't imagine why they would do that. Portland. Portland is serious. They've got a lot of stuff going on right now. It's crazy down there. Got the Red House. You got Antifa just banging on those federal buildings all summer, just causing havoc, just businesses quitting left and right. Same kind of stuff we've got going on here in Seattle. But in what little time I did spend in Portland this past summer... I was kind of scared. It was like, ah, oh, these guys, this is this is the pro level. Seattle's a little amateur hour as far as the protests go. Portland, they bring their A game. They are dedicated. Guys like me, not exactly. They, they don't exactly welcome them to the fold, welcome me to the fold. All right, let's jump on in here. Police officers in Portland, Oregon are abandoning the force, taking a hit to their livelihoods to do so. The large number of officers leaving the force is unprecedented. I know, shocking, right? Why would they leave? Everybody loves the police right now so much. This is coming from Assistant Chief Michael Fromey. He told the Portland Tribune, we really have not seen this many people leaving at this stage in their career. That's kind of one of these points. It's like, all right, these, these these aren't old timers with one foot out the door. These are... People with a lot of career left, with a lot of life in them, they're good police officers. Same thing we've seen in Seattle. Same exact thing. Guys at like pivotal points in their career where they're like, yeah, I'm going to be doing this for a while. I'm not doing this in Seattle. And guess what? Now what they're saying is, yep, I am not doing this in Portland either. And I know, I know, it is shocking to hear this, right? <laughs> no. No, not to any of us that follow these things. It's like, all right, could have seen that one coming from not a mile away, but from like five miles away. Far. Nine officers have resigned from the Portland Police Department since November, with another 14 officers preparing to leave by the end of January. Seven other officers have made initial filings in preparation for retirement. Approximately 25 officers are seeking to transfer to other police departments. A lot of cops leaving. Seattle's got what? I think 150 on the books right now with probably probably closer to 200 when they're all said and done. Just a lot of cops leaving. I know Spokane just picked up, I think, four of our cops there um, from Seattle. So people are moving around and... Um, I don't really blame them for leaving these hotspots where they're basically not wanted, you can get injured, and your city leadership does not value you in spite of what the mayors may say publicly. The actions speak otherwise. Hey, we don't want you here. We don't appreciate you. Uh, we don't appreciate what you do here. But when we're in trouble, we're going to call 911. We're Johnny on the spot with 911. We we can do that. We expect you to be there when we need you. Total double standard. So the George Floyd movement, Black Lives Matter movement, the movement sparked called the defunding and abolition of police 
In June, the city council approved a $15 million cut to the police department's budget, reallocating the money into social programs. This is something that I hit on all the time. If you've got all of your crime squared away and you don't have crime on the rise, you've got your homelessness squared away, and you've got a little extra money in the budget, that's when you kick it over to social services. Until you've got that squared away, don't want to see that money leaving the police department. Don't want to see it going to social programs. I know social programs need money too. But when you've got a crime situation and you've got just the lunacy happening that's out there, now is not the time to be losing your police officers. This is not a good time. The massive budget cut led to officers being laid off and cuts to its recruiter positions as the department did not have money to hire new officers. The department also cut vacant positions that it had historically held open in order to keep a steady stream of recruits and require 18 months of training to begin independent police work. So with the whole police department thing, you've got to have people in cycle all the time. You've got to have new blood in there, especially in these big, bigger cities like Seattle has like 1,400 cops they need to have. They can operate around 1,200. I think we're under 1,100 right now if my numbers are a little bit off. But they're at a point where if they don't get some new blood in the system, Portland too, it takes a while to get these police up and running and trained and in the program. And you've got people constantly leaving, whether they're just quitting, different different job line, whatever. I mean, I know, again, that's shocking, right? Different job line. Maybe they are uh, retiring, Lots of different things. Family move, who knows? But you got to have a steady stream of new blood into the police department. Otherwise, it just doesn't work long term. That's just kind of how it goes because it's this continual uh, chain of things happening. And all we've seen from most police departments in cities that have had all of the protesting, the peaceful protesters that caused $2 billion worth of damage across the United States, those peaceful protesters, and cities where you've had a a large amount of that activity, you've got the police quitting, and they're not re-upping in these cities, Portland included. When the cuts came in and we basically lost our vacancies, that put us in a bigger fiscal hole than we were anticipating being in from, he said. We didn't have the money to hire, so we laid off basically half our background investigators. We laid off our recruiter because we did not see a position in the near future where we were going to be able to use them to capacity. In other words, probably not able to recruit anybody to Portland. I read the um, statement, and I might do a podcast on it, the statement from Adrian Diaz. He's our interim chief um, of police in Seattle. We had Chief Carmen Best. She quit earlier in the year. The message from Chief Diaz, the Christmas message from Chief Diaz to all his police officers, it was pretty interesting. He was saying, man, I hope we can get some new police officers in the force And I was thinking when I was reading his statement, good luck with that. I don't know who's going to sign up for that. I mean, who in their right mind is, let's see, I'm I'm going to become a police officer. I already am a police officer and I place I'm at. I I don't want to I don't want to be here anymore. It's not where I want to be. Let's see. Do I go to Portland or do I go to Seattle? Wait, I don't go to either. I stay the heck away from those cities. Francisco. Yep, that's out too. Chicago ah, out. Minnesota, uh, out. New York, uh, out. I mean, just 
right on down the line there, right? You're not going to go. You're going to go. You're going to take a smaller uh, a pay cut. You're going to take a hit. You're not going to make as much, but you're going to live in an area where it's got probably cheaper housing and people actually respect law enforcement. That's where cops are going to go. This is not brain surgery, people. This is basic. This is what we're doing. I mean, it's just, it's so clear cut to me, but it doesn't seem to be clear cut to other people. And yet when things go sideways, they are still going to demand 911 service their call. Where's 911? It's been minutes. Why aren't they here? Oh, you defunded them. And then most of them quit. That's what happened. And we haven't been able to get any new ones back. That's kind of where we are headed into very early 2021. Fromey states that the department has been told to prepare for another $10 million cut to its police budget next year. The assistant police chief blamed the defund the police movement with the cuts to his department. For a lot of these people that are choosing to go somewhere else, they spend a lot of months this uh, last summer constantly being yelled at to quit your job, quit your job, or kill yourself. That's another favorite one that I see from the activists. I love it when they're called activists because it, it sounds like they're almost doing something that is positive for the community. They're activists. They're, they're doing something good. Ah. We've got some activists that are just really roiling things up. We're going to create some change. The activists I saw this past summer, they basically told police officers to kill themselves. That was the best thing that police officers could do, was to kill themselves. I'm standing shoulder to shoulder with these people, yelling at cops, screaming at cops to kill themselves. And I'm just thinking, this is nuts. Because the minute you jokers... Any of you people need help, the first thing you do is dial 911 and you expect these guys to come running. I hope they don't. One of the things that I keep hearing is, you know what? Seattle wants to defund the police. We should let them. Just let them. Let them do their thing. Let's just see how that works out. How do you think that would go? Take out all the police from Seattle. What would that look like? Just send out a bunch of social workers. Just, I mean, day in and day out, um, send out those social workers. Let's see how it goes. Unarmed social workers who don't have any physical training on how to de-escalate a real situation, not involving a sit-down at Starbucks. Okay? Well, just let's just find, let's just see where that goes. I mean, I'm kind of curious. Aren't you a little bit curious to see what that would look like? We all, every, every grown-up that has lived a little bit of life is kind of like, no, we don't want to see that because we know how that's going to end up. It's going to be terrible. People are going to get killed. They just are. People are going to get hurt. They're going to get killed. I will talk about it here on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Rinse, repeat. I mean, that's just what we've got coming. There's no other way this is going to go, right? So, I mean, it's great for me because I've got storyline after storyline after storyline to share along these lines. But this isn't really, I mean, this isn't the direction we want to go. And yet, this is the way we are going. And so I'm going to cover it. It's like, well, there aren't a lot of other reasonable people talking about this stuff. It seems like we're all kind of just looking around going, ah, yeah, this is, you know, it's 2020. Got a pandemic going. We're just going to defund the police and... See how it goes and 
you know, hope it works out. Don't really have a plan. Don't have a plan in place yet. We're just going to we're just going to jump ahead. You know that saying measure twice, cut once? Yeah. Yeah, we're not doing that. We are cutting, cutting, cutting without really having a plan on the other end. Uh, and then what's going to happen is we're going to be at this spot where like Man, we're down a lot of police officers. How much money are we going to have to spend to recruit a new cop to Seattle? When's that tide going to turn? They're going to have to. They're going to have to do something. I mean, if I'm a cop and I'm coming into Seattle, I'm going to have to have a big old bonus to sign up, right? I mean, you're talking. I don't know. You're talking a new car. I mean, I want a new car. You you want to hire me? That's fine. You guys don't support your police? That's fine. Here's my price. You buy me a new car. Something like that. I don't know. What what would it take if you're a cop to come to Seattle? I don't think that's even in, in uh, discussion right now, is it? Because all I see are cops leaving, and I really don't blame them at all. At all. Watching some footage um, this weekend of some of the stuff from CHOP, I look at that every now and then just to kind of refresh and go, all right, maybe you're being too harsh on these protesters. No. I'm not. I'm not. From my perspective, as a dude in his early 50s covering CHOP, what I saw from the protesters was a lot of whininess, a lot of complaining, a lot of sing-songy type stuff. I saw a lot of that. I didn't see a lot of action that really did anything positive. I saw a lot of vandalism. I saw a lot of graffiti. I saw a lot of negativity, just a ton of negativity. People saying, quit, kill yourselves. We don't need you. We don't want you. We don't want any law at all. We don't want any order at all. All that kind of stuff. Those are not messages that um, police want to hear over and over and over again. They got to pretend that they're dead in order to get through that. Let's see. How much are you going to pay me to pretend I'm dead to take the nonsense from your protesters? How much? How, how much are you gonna have to? How much are you gonna have to pay a cop? It's gonna have to be a lot. I mean, that's that's me coming from a business guy, business owner. All right, we've got a business here that's not running real well. We have a component labor that we need. Ooh, this is this this is gonna be an expensive labor component. Oh, this is not good. And we're already defunding them. We're already cutting their budget. We need some more guys in the force. We need some more guys out there. Covering the criming, because criming is about to get worse in Seattle, right? Because we're about to basically decriminalize, I don't know, like a hundred misdemeanors. We've already kind of done that, though, by not prosecuting anybody. We just let we just let it rip here in Seattle. It's just a free for all. Should just call it the Seattle Real Estate Podcast Free for All. We just talk about free for all events, right? I mean, I'm kind of joking, but so much of this stuff, you just you look around and you go. Is this, is this really happening in a city the size of Seattle? And the answer, undeniably, is a big old yes. This is what we're doing. And the rest of the country looks in and goes, you guys are a bunch of freaks. And I can't argue with them. Can't argue with you. I can't argue with you at all. At all. Not one bit. Because if, if I hadn't grown up here and hadn't, hadn't lived here, I'd go, what are those guys doing? What a bunch of nut jobs running around. 
What's wrong with their mayor? What's wrong with their, what's wrong with their city councilmen and women? What's wrong with those people? Well, we voted them in. This is what we get. Now I've got podcast material for years. That's what I'm going to keep doing. Let's finish it out here. So that cumulative toll on our officers, it builds up. So in many ways, yes, there is a win by those that would want the police to be defunded. Yes, and that is happening. That's a win. So let's see how this win works out. So we've got major defunding in Seattle, got major defunding in Portland. You've got crime on the rise in both cities. You've got both downtown urban cores struggling to do business. Those areas, they're decimated. There's areas in downtown Seattle that are just brutal. I mean, it's, it's literally just a war zone. Nobody wants to go there. And But businesses are struggling. I get notes and I get emails and communications from businesses in the downtown core area in Seattle all day long. Hey, here's my story. I'm struggling. I think I, I told you guys about a uh, business owner basically just letting customers in, locking the door, looking out the windows, making sure no, no other weirdos are coming through, or homeless people just looking to come in, steal some stuff, go get their next fix, that kind of stuff. That's going on all day long. Nobody's really talking about it because you know what? It's an uncomfortable thing to talk about. Yep, we've been overrun by an opioid addiction issue. Yep, we've been overrun by homelessness. We are being overrun by crime, all levels of crime. And now we're just gonna we're just gonna take a bunch of misdemeanors and oh, we're, we're just not really poverty offense. If you are poor, if you are homeless, you are addicted to drugs, hall pass. What's that gonna do for our crime? It's gonna make it go up. None of these things are rocket science. I don't see any way around it. I am going to do a few podcasts from different perspectives. And I think they're really interesting because most of the different perspectives that that align to the opposite of where I align, which I, I tend to align in my mind as just a reasonable human being that kind of looks at things and goes, what, what are you talking about? Defunding the police. What are you talking about? I mean, just the, the whole fundamental or abolish the police. That's another one. I should have said abolish the police. Get rid of the police. Okay. What's your game plan? What's the game plan? Oh, you don't have one? Oh, okay. You're in a big city. You're not in a small little town where maybe you could get away with that, where you don't have a lot of crime. You're in a big city and you're saying abolish the police? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Involve more community members? Right. Okay. Involve more social workers? All right. Okay. I mean, I, I understand reimagining and rethinking some of these things. No problem with that. But have a game plan on the other end. And right now, Seattle doesn't have a game plan. Portland doesn't have a game plan. And we're just going to have to watch it spin out of control because that's what it's doing. It's where we're going. That's what's happening. So, again, like I said, I'm, I'm just, I've got content for days. Days. So, as I see more police uh, quitting different departments, I'm looking at San Francisco pretty hard right now because that is, I mean, I haven't seen any major stories come out of there or New York, but I mean, if it's happening in Portland and it's happening in Seattle, either I've just haven't had the stories come across my feeds because I've been focused more here locally, but I'm going to start looking. Um, if you guys see stories, let me know, send them to me. Um, 
that in, in YouTube, there's always a link to an email address that somebody will get me information from somewhere. So send me stuff. I like seeing uh, content that you guys are recommending or that you're thinking or that you're seeing. It's like, hey, here it is. Some of the stories are just like, ooh, that's a little outside of believability in my realm but i'll i always read everything i take a look at everything and thank you so much for all of your notes and emails and comments on the youtube um it's been an amazing ride here just kind of reading you guys the news so thanks for being here all right that's it for me on this one i am done i've got a couple more good ones haven't done a ton of podcasting um since christmas just for a few days here so i am eager to go knock another one out i will see you guys on that one until then bye for now thanks for tuning in we'll see you in a sec bye to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.